Being said, said I would like to me. welcome all you guys to the podcast. Are you uh, re- <laughs> Are you recording right now? <laughs> Your boy Ben hit the play button, kid. So I listen, hate you. So, so listen. So, um, this you're not keeping here it something that me and my fiance both have experience in, and now we can also just you know kind of be doing it together. So, what up, y'all? Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast. Um, I'm your host Jay. I'm here with my fiance Destiny, and uh, say what's Hi. up. You know the vibes. Word. I'm Destiny. She's like really far from the mic, even though I told her to get close. Oh like, my god, I'm here. I am close to the mic. Thank you, thank you. And stay, try to stay there if you can. I am. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be um, a weekly podcast that uh, we have kind of ha- we have had in the works for quite some time. Um, and I'm glad to finally kind of bring it to fruition and sit down and just have some of the um, funny and thought-provoking conversations that we usually just have um, throughout our relationship. Um, a little bit of backstory on us. Um, we've been together for uh, the last six years mm-hmm. and um, pretty much, I guess you would call us high school sweethearts because we met in high school. Um, but we got together kind of around the end of our high school time. Yeah. So um, pretty much the majority of our relationship just, you know, has been in the adult world doing adult stuff and, you know, um, going through adult things and stuff that, you know, um, stuff that you go through being black in America in a relationship and all that good stuff. So um, we got, definitely got a lot of stories to tell. Um, definitely probably some advice maybe to give. Um, and things of that nature but uh, with that being said uh, for this very first episode kind of just wanted to like give an introduction and then also just kind of speak on this year right 2020 um, you know with this being one of the things that I definitely wanted to get started this year you know it just makes me think of a lot of the things that I wish I could have accomplished this year we could have done and things like that that just haven't been able to happen because of, you know, the end of the world Armageddon type stuff that's been going on um, since January 1st of uh, 2020. Because this shit has been a fucking roller coaster, and I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate. So, I don't know, Destiny, what are some things that I guess particularly stand out to you um, that makes this year suck as as much as it, as much as it does? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, we got coronavirus and that's like the biggest, you know, thing, but then there's also levels to that. So we can have that conversation, you know what I'm saying? Any, but, but regardless, like what is something that, you know, has been a real like disappointment to you, um, this year? I would probably have to say, um, yeah, of course it's coronavirus, but of course it's very hard for people to get jobs right now. Um. Because everybody's at home, so it's kind of hard whether you're applying, um, whether you were let go, just all that stuff as far as jobs and trying to figure out how you're going to get your next check or where your next money is coming from. All of that, I think, is the biggest thing for me, you know, and I I think about a lot of that, um, not just for myself but for other people who weren't expecting coronavirus to happen that specifically is something that really makes me sad 
and I think that's what really sucks. Also, a lot of the stuff with um, kids, of course, like kids not being able to go to school, not be able to graduate, not, other, not having the the safe space that school is for a lot of them. Uh, I know, like when I was younger. Um, going to school was the best thing for me because I got to see my friends, I got to get out of the house, I got to really let my true self shine and I feel like it sucks for kids who are in this quarantine situation who don't have the opportunity. Yeah, facts. Um, for me, personally, um, I would say the most disappointing thing I mean, honestly, I I, I think I, I just agree with you. I mean, it's just that all that sucks, you know what I'm saying? Like, people being in situations that they didn't expect to be in, especially, like, financially, um, especially, like, I feel like home environments have, like, drastically changed, and, like, a lot of people weren't, you know, expecting their home environments to be the way that they are now, um, you know, with pretty much all of the family being home or, if, like, all the family's home and you got that one essential worker who's, you know, working in the household and they're still working. So, you know, you're concerned with them possibly getting sick out there or things like that happening. Like, I feel like that's been like the, the hardest part for a lot of people is just trying to cope with everything that's going on and like trying to get used to like a new normal, so to speak. But even with that word, like, or not the word, but even with that phrase new normal, I feel like it's, it's weird, right? Because now at this point we're in July. So we went from January to July and we've seen so many things, you know, kind of transition and change since, excuse me, since all this started. So to me, it's it's interesting because I feel like at this point, you know, going into July where things are kind of going back to normal, like it's weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we live in Florida, so Florida is a crazy place, as I'm sure a lot of you have heard that don't live here. But um, particularly in Florida, since all this has been going on, it's almost like... There's people who care about it, and then there's people who don't care about it. So there's certain, even though a lot of stuff has been closed, even though a lot of, you know, there's been there's been incentive to stay home, but they're not, like, making it mandatory and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of all of those things, like, there's still weirdly a sense of normality. There's always been a sense of normality that's going on. It's just, like, normality with, like, a little bit of panic. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say, like, it does kind of seem like things are going back. It does kind of seem like things are going back to normal. Um, and I think that eventually they will go back to normal. So I do think the hardest part of everything has been just kind of um, knowing how to like adjust and like also maintain um, and, and, you know, hold on to some type of, of normalcy in your life with, you know, things being so confusing and things being so chaotic. Like, I think that's just been the hardest part, right? Like, it's like, like I said, being in Florida, you know what I'm saying, you're used to hurricanes. So it's like when a hurricane comes, you know what you're supposed to do. You know how you're supposed to react to it. You wait it out. Things go back to normal. But with this, it's just like the government doesn't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. Our jobs don't know what's going on. Like, it just seems like there's just so much confusion. So um, with me, I think the hardest part is just being able to adjust. Like, like you know, um, just being able to see things for what for what they are and and i just think that i don't know i think people are really losing their minds out there to be honest and it's just i don't know it's been it's been kind of hard and sad to see like the way things have been transpiring just over my like mind you just talking about specifically the coronavirus right um 
But uh, with that being said, you know, obviously that's not the only thing that's been going on this year. Um, we've also had like I think we had like a World War Three. I mean, I think I've seen World War Three trend on Twitter at least like four times. Um, I'm not politically informed, so I don't know what the fuck U.S. is doing, you know, across the seas. And I'm pretty sure we, you know, not we, not we, because I don't think black people are doing too much. But I am pretty sure that, um, you know, the powers that be are, is, you know, obviously doing some fucked up shit in, in other places. You know, just fucking with people the same way that Americans do. And um, it's getting into some bullshit, whatever the case may be. So... You know, there's Korea, there's a whole bunch of other countries, and there's a whole bunch of other shit going on. It's just crazy. Like, this year's just been a really crazy year. And um, it just really sucks because 2020 was supposed to be a really life-changing year for us. We had a lot of things planned. Um, last year... so many conventions I was supposed to go to. So many. Like, mm-hmm. I had a list of all the anime conventions I was going to go to. Yeah, we really, we really big on anime, by the way. So we would um, definitely might be getting into some of that. But yeah, go ahead. I was really into, I was really planning on going to a bunch of different cons all over different states, and the coronavirus put an, a huge halt on all my travel plans. I know I'm not the only one who had big plans for traveling. Yeah, like this was a year for traveling for For us. a lot of people too, yeah. not just us, but in general. Like I, I felt like there was like, a, there was just something in the air that was like, this year we're all going to go to different places and visit different things and Word. I felt like this year a lot of people did have a lot of plans because I had to talk to my friend um, the other day um, they were telling me how they had a plan to go to Japan in August obviously that's cancelled um, so yeah I feel like a lot of people had a lot of travel plans and that ultimately got yeah man shit is definitely whack but um you know what can you do um but to me, I mean, that's just been the worst part of, of this year. But obviously, you know, there's been a lot of uh, progression and traction this year uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, unfortunately, the, uh, you know, the um, the motivation and like the, uh, the aspect as to why it's been such a monumental thing this year is because black people are still losing their lives. Um, and... You know, it, this has actually been an interesting topic for the both of us because um, with me particularly, I've always been somebody who's like, you know, really been in tune just with, you know, um, the just with the way that things were moving in this country. Pretty much around the time Donald Trump got, you know, into office is when I started to really just kind of become a little bit more aware of just like the things that's going on, just like the, the politics that, you know, because I mean... Around that time I was younger, right? So we voted for the first time, and we and we voted for well. I think I did I vote for Obama the second time. Obama ran again in twenty twelve, right? Yeah. I think I voted for Obama the first time. I'm not mistaken. I don't remember twenty twelve. I graduated high school in twenty twelve. You said you voted for the first time with me. Did I say that for real? <laughs> it, was, it was probably the truth, but I just probably I would like to say not. that I voted for Obama. But fuck, damn! I guess I even vote for Obama, nigga. <laughs> So but I would have, y'all know I would have. But now, nah, um, but just just around that time, like yeah, so we did definitely vote around the time when Trump was running for the first time, and it was him and Hillary and stuff like that. And you know the the atmosphere, political atmosphere, was just very crazy. It was just a lot of things that I just I learned. And then obviously, you know, with Trump being in office, like people, particularly you know white people, but just a lot of people, 
you know, are really just showing their true colors out there in, in the real world. So it was just a really interesting time. Like, it was crazy to go on Facebook and see the amount of people that I, have, that I was friends with and, and see just, you know, the things that they, you know, agreed with as far as the narrative that was coming from, you know, Trump's side and, and, and just the people that supported him. And just really disgusting. It was really sad. Yeah, to see. I feel like a lot of people, you know, I, this is kind of crazy, but I feel like in the beginning of Trump's election, a lot of people liked him because he was a business guy, he was a millionaire. A lot of people saw and felt like the economy wasn't as great as it should have been. So they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to hire somebody who's big into um, money making, big into knowing how finances work so he get That's the thing. Work. I feel like this nigga don't even know nothing, bro. I feel like he just well, born yeah, into money. Of course, as he just started progressing into being the racist that he is and, and being louder with it, that's when I started being like, you know what? At first, I could understand why you guys liked him, but like now you, I'm starting to see more blatant racism and mm. the way that he and makes... Sexism. And sexism. And the way that he makes fun of literally everybody who is not white and not a man. You know what? I can't excuse it anymore. And that's when I started being more vocal on social media and like, I don't know, just getting people up out of there, like on my Facebook and stuff, like clearing out friends who are like, yeah, I definitely did. I don't care what I you did say. Like a whole like, we're family. Revamp like we're friends. We're media. family. We're supposed to be. And I was just like, nah, I don't care me. what you yeah, think you this is, but I don't have to have you on my social media. So. <laughs> Well, no, nah, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I just say, I say all that to say, like, you know, I, I, I did go really hard. I went really hard, mm-hmm. but, you know, between now, not even not even that. Actually, you know what? I'm bugging. I think the thing that did it for me was Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was like a monumental thing for me because I was like. What are we even talking about here? <laughs> I'm getting what to the point. Getting I'm getting to the point, the but politics. I just, because I, but I want to, I want to talk about it, though. So I'm getting to the point. I'm going to break it down, but Trayvon Martin was, was my initiation you know from being like you know a teenager young trying to understand what it means to be black especially a black man in the country things like that like that was my introduction so i say all that to say like for a period of time i went really hard for this shit you know i would stop cops in the streets and like ask them like yo what the fuck is your problem you know what i'm saying like i would i would like specifically be confrontational just to try to understand you know why it is that things are happening the way that they happen, and just to also because I have I have a family member in, in my life that's a cop, so it's like I, I try to understand both sides. You know what I mean? Because this person that I know is a good person, so I don't want to paint everybody as bad, but I also think that people in their position should recognize that there are a lot of bad people who do that job. And um, I say all that to say, um, when everything that's going on now happened, me and Destiny actually had like. A little bit of a of a back and forth because me personally I I give so that's this is Destiny's Awakening right so like I don't know if y'all ever like watched Avatar before like the last Airbender and all that shit but like so Destiny is in like the Avatar state you know what I mean I was in the Avatar state like years ago you know what I mean but now I learn how to just control my anger and my, and my power and all that. And you know, I just keep it to a bare minimum. I take that as a compliment. No, that no doubt. You finally reached your peak, and I'm, I'm happy for Wait, you. And I'm proud of you. What do you mean by that? Because he's about to kiss us. 
I mean what I say. I mean what I say. An activist. Nah, but you never used to go hard ways. though. Nah, no, because um, I. Cause, if you go cause, on my Facebook, but here's the thing though. Here's and the you thing. see my stop Coney picture. No doubt. You know. And that was funny. That I. And it wasn't even real. Have been a but you, but you were doing your thing. But you know what's funny. But, but what's funny is, the fact that like, you know. You basically coming at me saying that you're surprised. I haven't really, because I haven't really been doing too much on social media and that. I I am watching, um, I am paying attention, but just as far I am signing petitions. I'm doing a lot of things that I could do. Just you know, being in the position that I'm in right now. But um, just as far as being vocal or whatever, like I did all that stuff already. You know what I mean? And but I just feel like, and, and I say, and it doesn't stop you, right, or whatever. But that was what me and you was having a conversation about, right? Because. I was trying to explain to you that it was just like, I'm just at a point where like, I want to know what we're going to do to really end what's going on. Like what's really going to bring change. Like when Trayvon Martin died, people protested. When Ferguson happened, people protested. When, um, I, I, I no disrespect to the families of people's name. I don't know everybody's name on top of my head, but we all know black people are dying, right? And anytime a black person dies and, and, the, and it's an injustice and all that, like there's been protesting, there's been riots, there's been looting, there's been all of these things. So, um, to me, I, I don't think obviously I don't think it's ever been as big as it's been this year, but in, in particular. But you know, um, I just I just seen it. I've been through it. I've been, you know, I've I've advocated for it already. But now I'm just more in the space, especially that I'm older. Now I'm just more in the space where I want to I want to do something about it. And and I think that you. Um, coming to a space I think I think a lot of people feel how you feel right now you're at your point where like enough is enough and like you want to be vocal about it or whatever listen it doesn't matter when you come to the realization that like you have to say something if you've never really said something before but I have said stuff before well I guess not you in particular but for anybody you know there comes a point where you feel like you feel finally feel like enough is enough because some people don't feel comfortable to speak up about how they, how they feel about things I will things. say that at first I didn't always feel safe like i didn't feel like i was like you could speak your mind speak up because of job opportunities that i wanted for myself and things that i knew i wanted but i knew that there's like a political way of going through certain things and you have to be politically politically correct in a lot of situations a lot of jobs things like that i mean i never said anything i felt like was too radical but then again when you say things that are radical you don't realize that you're being too radical you know what i'm saying and um but like i've come to the conclusion of understanding that there is a right and there's a wrong and there is good and there's bad and sometimes it doesn't always seem like it's that black and white but a lot of the time it is and you know if i want to work for a company they should see what i'm saying isn't bad if I want to work with certain brands, I should see, like, the brand should see what I'm saying isn't bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? They should see it as, yes, this is correct. This is her experience in this country, in this world. Speaking on your experience. And exactly. That's what should be said, and that's what should be um, noted. Now, I feel like at the same time, like, a racist could flip this and be like, well, this is my experience in my country. Yeah, no. No, 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 because I'm not speaking against violence against certain people. I'm not saying that a group of people deserve anything. I'm just asking for my people 
to have the same equal rights as everybody else. Period. And I feel like that that alone should not seem like a crazy thing that I'm asking for. Mm -hmm. That should be a given. Mm -hmm. So it's I've gotten to the point where I've gotten past, so I guess I understand what you're saying. Like I've gotten past the fact of feeling like, oh, I shouldn't say anything, mm-hmm. or oh, I should kind of like say things among my group of friends, say things that maybe not on my social media platforms. Like I understand that part of it, but um, I've always felt like this, and I've always said. But getting to the point where it's just like. It gets to it just gets to the point where it's just like or I don't care like, who has yeah, I don't to care hear who has me. To hear that what's right You're is gonna right. see it. And, yeah, and no, if no I doubt. lose friends, if I lose followers, if I lose family members, I mean, like I said earlier, the Trump election, I lost a lot of friends, quote unquote friends, who like again, it's not like, oh, you're a Republican, I'm a Democrat, we can't be friends. No, it's you're actively Supporting a like racist. The it's a narrative. Bro. You're supporting someone who has looked at my people, not even just as as a black woman, but just looking at women as an object in general. And you could sit there and tell me in my face, like, "Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's just our beliefs are different." No, like there comes a point, and I don't care. Like even in a Democratic Party, like. I mean, I'm not even saying that I'm a Democrat because Democratic Party has their own problems. And I don't want to make this a political podcast because this is not what it is. But I'm damn saying that they're just right and wrong, like I said. And you have to look at the people's morals and the people's actions and hold them accountable for how they feel and what they do and what they say. Don't just go for something because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I used to do that when I was younger. Like they would ask me, "Oh, what what's your party?" And I would just agree with whatever my parents picked because I believed what my parents were saying. I understood what they're saying. But now, as an adult, I understand that no, there's there's right and there's wrong. You have to look at all the facts. You can't just hide a couple of the facts and then pretend like it's not there. Exactly. And um, you know, I I also you know I feel like. To me, you know, the bottom line is, especially to, to piggyback off of what you just said, like, your parents and the way you was raised, like, I feel like common sense is to know that, that like, you know, you could always um, be taught something, you could always learn something different, you could always learn that something you've been doing for a long time is not the right thing, and go about it differently, and I feel like a lot of adults, people in my age group or older, like, I feel like they just lack the ability to do that. And it's, and it's you know, that's, like, one of the biggest problems of all. And me, personally, I'm tired. Like, it is not my responsibility to teach a grown-ass man or woman, you know, morals. That's not my responsibility. So, you know, I say all that to say, like, I just really have not been going hard about what's going on. But I am paying attention, man. And I am, like, you know, rooting for everybody out there that's on the front lines. And I am, you know, anybody out there that's really, like, voting, making change, Doing what they gotta do, whether it don't matter what side you're on, I feel like as long as you're, it doesn't matter what side you're on. I feel like as long as you're in, um, as long as you're mentally in a space where you are actually trying to, you know, make something happen, everybody should be doing what they can. Period. Like the the confrontations, the arguing, the fighting, the violence, all that stuff. You know, I would not say I don't agree with it. I think people are going to react how they want to react. I don't give a fuck. Like, if niggas want to tear up a fucking Target or a fucking store or whatever, like, yo, do what the fuck you got to do. But 
at the end of the day, like, just know that something has to be done, like, with, with money, you know, and with, with uh, on, on the politics side and the laws and stuff like that just has to change. Like, I, and I think people just really need to, like, pay attention to that, bro. Like, that's the only way something is going to actually change and make things go on. So everything that's happening now is lit. It's happening around the world. Um, but also, let's focus on the things that we actually can do to bring change, right? So, uh, with that being said, I also wanted to kind of flip the script um, and say or ask the question: um, What is one thing that I guess? Uh, what is one thing you think we could be happy for this year, despite everything that's going on? Um, what's one thing that makes you happy or optimistic or any of those positive feelings? Um, I would have to say something that makes me optimistic is all these black, all these brands are starting to acknowledge the black existence and acknowledge that we are here and that we are. Even though you don't feel like it's pandering, like it's almost pandering. There is pandering, but I also feel like the black existence and how much money we put into a company. I feel like it's starting to be known and I feel like companies see that and they are trying their damnedest to make sure that they they let everybody know that mm-hmm. they stand with the black community just as much as they do with any other community. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm starting to realize that companies are starting to show their true colors, which I appreciate because now I know who I can spend my money with and who I can't spend my money with. Um, what about something personal though? Like what's what something? Like, what's something personal that you feel? Cause like, you know, zoo. So just oh, talking about our lives, yeah. Like in our lives, what is something that you're happy about this year? Something that makes you happy, and what's um, something that makes you optimistic? So, I'm happy we moved into our new place. That's um, a fact. Yep, we just finished um moving, and it was a long time coming. But because now I feel like I have the opportunity to be as creative as I want to be. Um, so that's, I guess, what makes me really optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, because now I can have all the creative reins that I want. Um, not just with decorating my place, but also just with myself. Any video things um, that I want to start working on, I can do. Um, just a bunch of cool stuff that I have in mind that I couldn't really do at my mom's house. So now it kind of feels good that I have that freedom to be like, all right, well, this is what I have planned for this week and things like that. So I think that's something that I'm really optimistic about. Um, yeah, I would agree. I have to say, I mean, obviously, you know, we moved in together, so that's something I'm definitely uh, geeked about. Um, you know, it's it's just really, for those of you out there who still, like, live with family or you live with, you know, roommates, whatever the case may be, like, that. You know, that feeling of having your own space is really nothing, like, that compares to it. Nothing. No matter where. That's why, it's like one of those things where it's just like, with, like, you know, if you go somewhere and you have, you know, in a, in a, um, like a third world area, or, you know, area where people are not as fortunate, like, they still happy with what they have. It's, it's just one of those things, like, you don't have to be, you know, we don't have all the money in the world, we don't have everything that we, that we would want and need, but it's like, th- having your own space is just one of those things that just give you, um, that that level of comfort that you know almost money can't buy, you know what I'm saying? Even though you fucking paying mad breath for rent, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, you know that specifically is a big thing for me, and then also, um, 
kind of off topic, but on the same level, on the same note, um, after seven long, very long years. So seven years, that would have made me 19 at the time. I would say 19, 18. That's exactly when I graduated high school. Uh, was when I played the very first Last of Us that came out for PS3. Um, and I don't, this was literally, I want to say right before me and Destiny started dating. Um, or we might have been talking, I'm not sure, but um, I just remember playing the game, enjoying the game, like never playing something like that before. Like I'm not a big horror, suspense, like, you know, zombie apocalypse type person. Like I don't play games like that. Um, I, I would say probably besides Halo, I'm not a Resident Evil fan. I mean, I like Resident Evil for what it is, but you know, stuff like that I haven't really got too deep into. So, The Last of Us like it was a really strong introduction into that type of realm for me. And since then, um, I have broadened my horizons into playing different stuff or whatever the case may be. Um, but 2020, um, uh, Naughty Dog, shout out to Naughty Dog, shout out to Sony. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to PlayStation. You know, everything going on in the world, it was like, you know what, I got y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're going to set y'all up nice. And finally, seven years later, um, we finally had The Last of Us 2, which came out, I want to say, last week. And currently, you know, um, we're both playing through it. I would say we're probably like, we're actually not even halfway. Like, we're probably a quarter of the way through. But um, a lot has happened, a lot's going on or whatever. So that's just something I'm, I'm also just happy about. And it makes me feel, um, you know, optimistic about this year because I'm looking forward to seeing how everything plays out. You know what I do want to say? This year is the year for video games. I feel like if anything, 2020 is the year. I think it's the year for home entertainment, period. Because niggas is at the crib. Like, <laughs> I understand that, but I think specifically for video games, like, yeah, 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 mm. there's shows and things coming out, whatever. Insecure, fire, oh my god. Oh my god. But <laughs> I feel like um, when it comes to video games specifically, mm. this year has been really monumental. Like The Last of Us 2, like you said, um, Animal Crossing came out, which was a really big deal. Yep, yep, um, Animal Crossing. What else came out? You have like Dead by Daylight. Like, yes, there's just a lot of. Like, video games, I feel like, has brought a lot of comfort to a lot of people during this time. Mm -hmm. You can't find um, no Zelda. game accessories anywhere. You can't find no TV. The Nintendo like, Switch has been sold out of Japan been, for, yep. for, like, months now. That's crazy. Um, and it's kind of funny because you actually got me my Switch for Valentine's Day. And I year. copped that shit right before everything. Right on time. Like, literally, like, I would say, like, the following week. Stuff literally, like, up. right on time you bought it because it sold out everywhere. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think this year was definitely the year of video games. If anything, that was, like, the most positive highlight, I feel like. This year, definitely. Anime, too. There's been some dope anime that's come out so far, right? I don't know. Um, I, mean, I think the best thing that... I've seen, I mean, so far as, you know, obviously My Hero, we had the My Hero movie, oh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That was Isn't that February. crazy that the last movie we saw in theaters was a My Hero movie? Word. Back and in I'm February. Not, I'm not sad about that. I'm not sad about it either. The movie was fantastic. I would have been sad if it was like... Something whack. Yeah. Sonic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> stop. I would have nah, been sad around. if it was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. If it was like a whack movie that we saw. It was the last like movie. The yeah, last going movie. to the movies is something that's definitely a, a staple in our relationship. That's something we love to do. So yeah. not being able to do that has been like fucking whack. 
Um, but the the that Mount Hero movie that we saw, um, saw it twice. We saw it twice. Mm-hmm. Cause it was that good. Um, was really dope. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, like I said, there's there's been you know silver linings here and there with with um you know despite everything going on, and I mean every just about everything you can imagine or anything that that you guys could probably relate to that you guys been going through, we've experienced and we felt too. So we just we know it's hard for everybody out there and um. I just think that it's important for us to say, especially with this being the first episode, um, you know, that we resonate with, with you, whoever's listening. Uh, we hope that, you know, whatever you're going through, eventually, you know, you, you figure out a way out of it. Eventually things get better for you, your family, your friends, your loved ones, um, just all the way around the world, spreading, spreading love and all that. Because I think, you know, we just need a little bit <clears throat> more positivity and, and, you know, just a little bit more optimism. Yeah, take care of yourself on. mentally, guys. This is this is the time to make sure that you're okay. I read a tweet yesterday that was like, um, this woman was talking about, she was talking to her, her husband came into the room and looked at her and was like, every time I see you, you look shocked. Like, you look like something happened. And she's like, yeah, like, there's no time. I feel like throughout this whole time, Especially if you're a black person, especially if you're a person of color, um, there has been no time for grieving, and and just as a society, I feel like we haven't had the time to process everything. Yeah. Um, Word. As yes. a black person yes. who yes. is going through, like as a black person, me, in my experience, I lost my job. You know, I've been home more times than none. I've had to watch on the time. Because you lost your job, you're home all the time. You realize that you are, you are constantly on social media more than you normally would have been. You're seeing people like you, that look like you, die constantly every single day. You see protests happening. You go to a protest. You feel your own... Um, emotions swell up when it comes to that you there's just so many aspects to it and there's no time to grieve or process any of this it's like every single day we wake up there's some type of trauma that has happened mm-hmm. coronavirus people losing their lives people telling you their stories about um not being able to say goodbye to the people they care about. You actually, Javon, you lost your grandpa this year. Like, there was just so many things that were happening at once. Mm-hmm. And we never, ever got any time to process all this trauma. Yeah, man. And, and it, it, it's funny, not to cut you off, but, um, you know, when my grandfather passing um, early this year, that was my first experience with, like, somebody close to me. Um, not, this, not my first, my second. Um my first experience was some I was younger and it was somebody that I didn't realize was that close to me until like I actually got older and understood um, a little bit more about the person and the kind of person they were but my grandfather was a really big big deal for me but it's funny because anytime I think of him it's just like you know he um you know he he had been battling cancer for a, a long time especially for somebody as old as he was like he was putting in the work but um I do think that um, ironically enough, he kind of checked out at the right time because with all of this stuff going on, I can't imagine him trying to go to his regular doctor's appointments, having to go to the hospital randomly if something goes wrong. Like it would have been a nightmare for um, my grandparents, for my family, um, especially you know when when he was getting ready to 
uh, prepared to pass and all that. Like, all my family from all over the place came and, you know, was able to spend time with him and be with him um, before that moment. So I don't think that could have happened in this type of situation that's going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's been a, it's been a rough year. Like, man, shit's been going on, bro, and it's been nonstop. But, um, it, you know, it is important to stay positive and, and just, you know, keep your head straight and, you know, just, just like like Destiny said, like, it's hard. Like, sometimes you got to put your phone down, turn the TV off, turn the radio off. Like, do whatever you can and just sometimes you got to disconnect, bro. Like, you got to just take a moment to yourself and, and do something that you enjoy. Do what you Go have for to walk. do to survive. Word, man. Your mental health is crucial. Your mental health, mental health is very important at a time like this. So, um, you know, definitely uh, just just keep yourself at the forefront. Keep yourself in mind when it comes to everything that's going on. And, um, you know, that's a word from us to y'all, pretty much. Um, but with that being said, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to the very first episode. We finally, finally did it. Um, like I said, it's something that we've been wanting to do for a long time, and we just never had the opportunity to uh, um, get it set up. We never in, a, in the right space, the right environment, but it's lit, and we're gonna be coming to you guys hopefully every week, um, just trying to see how how things play out. And uh, we also want to um, incorporate a lot of other things too, like you know, just certain things like games, whatever. Um, if you guys want to uh, interact with us and, and, and contact us, we're going to get like social media and stuff like that set up to where we could interact with you guys and get some feedback and things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, with that being said, is there anything else you wanted to add? Babe? No. Doing that? All right, y'all. So um, thank you once again for tuning in. And until next time, later. Bye.